0: Hello and welcome to SoFly episode 13. My name is Mitch, and in just a moment I'm going to play a special interview uh, we recorded a couple weeks ago with an incredible fly fisher and a great guy from Perth, Australia. You probably know him on Instagram as Fly and Jam. That's because he's well known for his uniquely tied steelhead flies that are really a thing of beauty. Mike Bishop grew up in Perth, Australia, where he started fly fishing saltwater over 20 years ago. But in 2004, he moved to southern Ontario and like many of us, got hooked on chasing steelhead. We've been trying to get him on the show for a long time. We finally did. We really hope you enjoy SoFly episode 13. hey welcome to episode 13 of so fly yeah today's uh, september 21st 2017 my name is mitch we're here with yoma hello gab what's up and uh a very special guest we have on the show today uh mike bishop mike how's it going good how are you doing good 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 uh, i just wanted to say we're recording out of the hive uh, on king street west uh our boss gab and i's boss was nice enough to let us record here because uh our apartments are all way too small to have a bunch of guys <laughs> sitting around talking about fly fishing. I think our girlfriends would also be like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. They have to stay in the bedroom while we're recording. <laughs> exactly. It's not, like, it's not that nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're recording out of the hive, and uh, uh, we got a couple different drinks going on. I'm looking around the table right now, and uh, I have a grolsch. Gab's got a but you know, what is that peach juice?
1: No.
2: Juice. <laughs> you know what? Let's say peach juice.
0: Yeah, I got peach juice. It looks like a, a glass of it's bourbon. Tim Hortons peach juice. Oh, it's bourbon. Is that, yeah.
3: that yeah. fancy it's, uh, uh,
2: silver Jack Daniel bottle. What ooh, is it again? I don't
3: know. Like a oh, it's like, gentleman like a
2: gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack. Gentleman's Jack. Do you like it? Gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack. Gentle lemon. Something like that. Gentleman Something like that. that. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. You like it? Yeah. Oh, good. But I can't really say that. I mean, you know, I work for Diageo, so. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, so, you're in Jack's house, so you'll say what he damn well wants yeah. to say. Did you see? <laughs> we have even a sculpture of Jack Daniel oh. here. Yeah, he's standing proud and tall. Well, he's uh, oh, okay. he was a short man, but hey, I'm a short guy, <laughs> and he's I get a dig wood it. on. Yeah,
2: he's got a what on? He's got wood on. A
3: wood
0: on. It's a wood statue. It's got his wood on. <laughs> oh god! See, oh, this Gav. is why we edit. <laughs> I'm not editing <laughs> that out. I'm staying in the show. Mike, what are you drinking tonight? Mike's got uh, some red wine going
4: on. There. I got a nice Australian Shiraz. Um I think James Halliday gave this a 95 out of 100.
1: It's mm, nice. pretty good.
4: Full body,
2: big, big Aussie Shiraz. Oh,
1: nice. Oh, yeah. well,
2: I need to take a sip before the days the nights
1: mm-hmm. out.
4: Yeah, yeah okay. Once you finish your peach juice. Yeah, it might take a while though. <laughs> <but laughs> <laughs> I love my peach
0: juice. Should I, I got to try. Yeah, I got to try that after too if that's cool I, yeah, <coughs> yeah, if there's any I left. I know that's true. That's <laughs> I do sweet. love my wine. Yeah.
2: Same point. Yeah. 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 Same here.
0: I like Grolsch, too. Drinking beer is nice. <clears throat> yeah. It's nice to have. We have like a great supply of it here, which is great.
2: Got to love the industry. I know. Advertising.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's
2: great. Man. We love our clients, mm. just in case you're listening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Mike, uh, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Like, uh, We've been uh, meaning to have you on for a little while now. Um, I was introduced to you by Gab. We hit the river a couple weeks ago. It was a good time. Yeah. Or was yeah. Like, actually, how
4: long ago was that? Was like it was a, like a month. Holy shit. It was yeah, in, in, month in, October,
0: in August.
4: Yeah, not the best conditions for it. it what was, was there going on? Uh, yeah, it was big tough. thunderstorms predicted for the day. Yeah. And we just got it at the end, or We got pretty lucky. Uh, yeah. It was gray, but yeah. yeah, it was tough going. Yeah. Tough conditions this year, like uh, high water and yeah. then low, low water now. So, yeah. It's pretty it hasn't unseasonable, been really. No, it hasn't been raining lately, but it was raining back then. It was quite cold. Mm-hmm. For summer, yeah, it was difficult. But anyway, thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, yeah, man.
0: How has your season been? Like we've we've been out <laughs> not that much, but I don't know. Like in the times we did get out, I mean, we're not always like slaying fish, anyways. But I didn't really, I didn't even get out for bass really this year, which is a whole other thing. But like, I don't know, it was tougher this year,
4: you know. Like, well, season for me, I came back in um, <clears throat> April. Well, no, actually, May. No, June. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was June. <clears throat> So, yeah, I'd only just come back. Pretty much trout season. Steelhead pretty much finished. Um, Yeah, haven't gotten out too much this year. I did just come back from Algonquin Park. Did some bass fishing there. Looked for some brook trout. Didn't have much luck in that department. But uh, lots of small bass around. um, Yeah, and just looking forward to steelhead season now. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, So are we My luck uh, the last year or two has not been that good. I've angered the fishing gods. I'm pretty sure about that. (laughs) Um, In Australia, I had a terrible time. I'd taken up uh, five days with a guide, And I was up north in a place called Exmouth. And, yeah, I booked time with him. Um, For the first three days, it was actually raining and cold and windy up there, which is very unusual for that time of year. So any flats fishing was pretty much out of the question because we couldn't see two feet in front of us, right? So Mm -hmm. that was out of the question. So we trolled around for Marlin basically for three days, trying to tease one up and get a shot at it with a fly rod. And then that just didn't happen. It was just like driving around in the ocean, really. (laughs) Uh, Fourth day, he was like... Oh, my God, we've got some good conditions. So head on over to these islands, Round and Flat Island, which is quite a long haul, around about two hours to get out there. By boat? By boat, yeah. Full throttle, just hauling out. No way, really. Hauling out there, get to the island. You know, fishing is actually pretty good for the first few hours, right? Lots of queenfish, um, GTs, um, had shots of milkfish. There was a barracuda, a couple of other things. Um, Yeah, then we stopped for lunch. Go to start the boat, and it's not really gone so well. I don't know what's wrong with the engine, but it's kind of surging. It's um, cavi- uh, what is it? Cavitating, Cav- cavitating, right? right, right cavitating. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? It means the revs are going up and down. He's got full oh, throttle open, and the revs are going up and down. And yeah, you're he's two like, hours out. Yeah, I know. And he's like, "Oh, we better actually make our way for land, right?" Sure. So he's like, "All right, damn it!" <laughs> so we're heading back, and I'm like, "Oh no." Um, yeah, head back, and uh, it took us about, you know, three, four hours to get back, had a drop of gas left in the tank oh, by the time yeah. we get to the closest boat ramp. He has to get his wife to drive the trailer down the boat ramp, like he calls her, and she's just so mad. <laughs> she, she just hates it, right? Um, yeah, get the boat out of the water, he goes to the mechanic for a quick fix, takes it in, right? Uh, apparently it's had the quick fix and it works. We, next day, get down to the boat ramp. Yeah. Um. He, yeah. Luckily, tried to start the engine before uh. he put the boat in the water, which is smart. Smart. Yeah, it is smart. Uh, no, nah, nothing happening. No way. <laughs> <laughs> completely dead. Oh my god. And he's like, oh no, shit. So he's in a pretty remote place in northwestern Australia, and you know he calls around and he figures out to get a new engine up to X It's going to take him about two months. Meantime, he's got all these clients booked in the next. Like, oh. he's booked out for the next months as well. Yeah. And he's had to contact all his clients and say, listen, I don't have a boat anymore. I can't rent Go one. Off. I can't find one up here. I just, you know, I'm sorry. Sucks. So he cancelled all that. And it turns out that I was the last client he had. He quit the guiding business. No
0: way. He just dumped it all together. <laughs> poor <laughs>
4: Alan. Poor Alan. No, he's a great guy. I mean, he's gone to pursue, you know, more, you know, his family and his 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 life and all that sort yeah. of thing. So I'm glad about that, but you know,
0: I love that. The symbolism though, you know, like last one out, boat dies. It's like yeah. something grim, right? It's so like, that's kind of like your season in a nutshell.
4: Yeah. 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 Something <laughs> <else> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's pretty much it.
3: Yeah. yeah that's awesome. <laughs> the guy's like, I've had it. I've had it.
4: I'm done.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Two hours out full throttle on boat. That's insane.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it took about, yeah, it took three, three and a half to get back and he's got the throttle way open just supping the gas oh my god yeah it was funny midway through it he was like oh my god there's a giant manta ray there and he stops the boat and I'm like come on we're kind of in an emergency situation he's like (laughs) just put the fly in front of the man to see if a cobia comes
1: out for it Okay. That's awesome. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> He's just
0: like messing yeah. around,
4: eh? Yeah, and I'm monitoring our water and our fish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay, sure how are we going to ration <laughs> this up when we're fucking beach? I'm kind of like that.
3: I totally relate to that. I'd be like, oh, look. I know. I'm like, no, yeah, I'm like let's, let's roll. And I'm
0: like, no, but look. yeah, yeah. Leave you behind. Yeah. yeah. And you'd be like friggin' tom hanks and castaway yeah right
3: yeah, we i already kind of look like him yeah, you're close enough <laughs> You do, You do. i'm just a little more fat and <laughs> yeah. shorter
0: hair a bit <laughs> and nicer shoes so yeah. yeah how's your season been guys I'm like oh, man,
1: that's uh that's actually enough. a
0: pretty sweet story like adventure though
4: yeah like, yeah Jesus there's Christ. a few more from that guy that i have <laughs> yeah from that guy yeah okay i've been with him before and i think uh The most memorable thing, I'll never forget this. So, this was years ago and the fishing was actually good and, you know, I had some luck and the fishing gods were on my side (laughs) and it was good, right? It was very good fishing. Um, We're checking out some bait balls in the Gulf, uh, Gulf of uh, Exmouth. Yeah. Um, He's rolling around. He throws out a hookless teaser or a hookless popper, rips it back you know, uh, at full speed to just see what's in the bait ball. He pulls up to the bait ball and goes, Oh, I just want to see what's in it. He throws the line out, starts ripping it back and something's chasing it. Right. And he's ripping it back really quickly, lifts it out of the water. This mackerel that's probably about, I don't know, 40 to 50 pounds leaps out of the water and goes in between my legs. I had to jump in the air so it didn't hit me in the groin. <laughs> bounces in the middle of the boat and then bounces out the back of the boat
0: oh my god and wow. i'm just like
4: there's this 40 to 50 pounds of teeth just yeah. coming straight oh. at my groin right <laughs> at i don't know don't know what speed it was going but oh it god. really wanted that popper or that teaser and it was just like oh my god he's like i've never seen that before and then there's this <laughs> big blast stain from the mackerel yeah, that like landed in the back of the boat and bounced out oh my god was, i can
2: imagine like could- it that guy's just being so calm. I've never seen that before when you're freaking out. On the- <laughs> yeah. It
4: all happened in slow motion. I can just see all these teeth coming right at me. And I'm just like, whoa. And I have to jump in the air kind of Holy thing. Fuck. And it goes in between my legs. I was just like, mm, that could have ended in a disaster. Man. Would have been yeah. good if the mackerel stayed in the boat. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah, crazy. That be, yeah. <laughs> and it bounced out the back and kept on going. Jesus. This guy should
0: not stop guiding. No. These guided trips sound amazing. (laughs) Stories. It's like the fishing. Like, yeah, like maybe it'll be good, but like we'll almost die, and (laughs) you'll have a great story. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, almost die. That's perfect. Almost.
4: Fish can always surprise you too with their behavior. You never just know what they're going to do. Usually, they ignore the fly. (laughs) in Recent years for me, yeah, they just ignore everything. (laughs) I'll swim away, but yeah, Yeah, yeah. they can do some funny things. At at least it wasn't a marlin, because that could have
3: ended up even (laughs) worse. Swordfish, something. Swordfish, right there.
4: Well, that was another one. we were, while we were fishing on the island before the engine had its troubles, um, we were in probably about three meters of water with the trolling motor down. He, he's like, "Oh my god, what is that huge black shape?" It was like huge, and then he goes, "Oh my god, it's a marlin." <laughs> oh and there's a marlin on the flats, and I've never seen a in marlin. Yeah, a marlin on yeah. the flats. I did, I so a deep seen, like, seen I've never seen yeah. This is only about two to three meters deep while we were drawing. God. The flats are deeper there, right? In yeah. Australia, so we're fishing deeper flats. But um, yeah, and it's in two to three meters of water. It's on the flats, and then he half-heartedly grabs his teaser rod with a little tiny teaser on it and flicks <laughs> it at the marlin. Of course, the marlin is yeah. hunting bigger stuff, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But he'd never seen that before either. So that's yeah, insane. you always see something. Yeah. How
0: big would that marlin have been? You think, like feet wise?
4: <sighs> Definitely over six, over six oh. feet long. Holy shit, see, that's huge! huge. Yeah. Yeah, that's around. a baby. They're black marlin oh, really? up there. Yeah, it, was, it would have been a baby black coming onto the uh, flats. Yeah. He'd be hunting small queens. Queen so what
2: fish, kind yeah. of marlins are there, though? It's the black marlin?
4: That's the one I'm Blacks, mean. yeah, blacks are out there. Yeah. Um, you know, I've done more game fishing. <laughs> done more game fishing in the south, south part of yeah. Western Australia. So yeah. there's stripes, blues, yeah, even broadbill. Yeah. yeah, so no. what's more common like what's
2: the is the black the rarest one because it's the biggest
4: uh, no. in Xmouth black is the most common like yeah, yeah. baby blacks that yeah they're very common up there in Xmouth so oh, like, God. they're a good target for I a fly rod along with sailfish sailfish are up there in numbers right, too. right right yeah. oh, right sailfish
2: Sail, they're so beautiful
1: yeah they yeah. are
4: they are yeah worthy uh, the stripes are probably the best to get on the fly I think because mm-hmm. they don't really dive down too deep when they when you're fighting them they stay at the surface and they tire pretty quickly so Easiest one is probably a stride. I've only had one shot at one, I have not got one. So Really? Yeah. yeah. But you've you've almost got one? I fished for them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I fish for them. I've had them follow, I've had them take, I've never landed one. So Yeah. 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 No, it's a hard game. It's rough going. I mean, mm. you've got to be dedicated to what it. What size
3: rod do you use for a marlin like that? At, at least 12. 12, 12
4: oh. to 14, 16. Wow. Cam 16.: Sigler. Yeah, Cam what? Sigler. What? your arm yeah. at the end of the day, casting 16 casting Well, Wait. the thing is, you're not going to cast to them. So what oh. happens is you tease them up. You've got all these teasers running in the water. And say a fish comes into the spread, he's like smacking things off the spread. You take the spread in, and then you've got to flop the fly out in Icy. front of the fish yeah. Yeah. so you're just gonna wait until the fish is in the spread basically mm. i mean i remember like we had a spread out once and then a group of about eight striped marlin came into the spread and they're just popping everything off on like you know they're eating everything oh and it was just chaos for about you know a minute or two it seemed like a, a lot Life longer than though, that though. but it was re- in <clears throat> yeah it was a minute or two they were just going crazy they really were oh my yeah, God. fun fish
0: it's crazy, like, being a, like, I, I grew up in Ottawa. There's, like, a couple of yeah. rivers, you know, some lakes. You see, like, maybe the biggest fish you see is a muskie, maybe. It's, like, four carp. or five feet, maybe. <laughs> a carp. It's, like, pending a big fat thing. Just being, you know, like, you grew up in Australia, right?
4: And yeah. you were close to the water growing up? Or? Yeah, I was on the coast, so pretty much on the beach, really.
0: And so you would find these fish just kind of, like, you would fish when you were younger and just see this yeah. type of shit all the time yeah pretty much it's insane. yeah
4: in the tropics mm-hmm. you'll see that a lot yeah in the outback as they call it the outback the yeah coastal <laughs> usually no yeah. uh above the tropic of capricorn yeah you'll start to come in some craziness Man. and saltwater crocs and yeah sharks no way really
0: what yeah. australia is like on a <clears throat> whole other level oh it's a uh, it's yeah.
2: a nature craziness uh, saltwater crocs i can imagine seeing one of those I or don't just, like him very much at all. No. I, I <laughs> It's I like hope. for us,
3: we're like, ooh, this is cool. But like you go, you go to Australia, dangerous. you talk to an Australian, yeah, and they know it's not cool at all. No, it's Like, not. you
4: could die. It's <laughs> dangerous. But a lot of things are dangerous up there, like box jellyfish. You know, they'll do a great deal of harm. But, really? yeah. It's not
3: too long ago, too, on the news, there was this guy... Um, I think he got munched on on his leg <laughs> by, like, small crustacean or something. Did, oh, you, did you see I think that? I heard that. Yeah. It came out of the water, and his lower leg was just full of holes.
4: Yeah, it was a sand flea, I think. Yeah. Oh, some that's sort right. of sand yeah, flea. yeah, that's what... You it's showed me that. chewing yeah, yeah. yeah. On yeah it was a oh. sand
3: flea of some yeah. kind. And he didn't yeah. feel it because the water was cold, so he didn't feel it. just came out of the water. Yeah. Just missing his leg. What fuck? It's like, it's, like, literally, like <laughs> Australia? A, it's, <laughs> a, it's, like, a flesh-eating... Crustacean, so whack. they're flesh-eating shrimp. Mm. That's fucked up. That's super It's a flesh-eating shrimp. there's a horror movie. That's
2: what it is?
3: Like a, because is like a, 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 a flea, like a, a, flea, like a <laughs> it's a sand flea. Like like spea- yeah, yeah. A sand flea or like. A, but he said shrimp. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's related to a shrimp. Oh yeah. Well,
2: yeah oh really? Crustacean. So they shrimp. Crustacean. Oh, yeah. crustacean.
0: Crustacean. Crustacean. <laughs> crustacean. No, I want mean, you say
2: the other way? Can you say it?
0: Crustacean. Crustacean is like something you put in a salad. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I learn English every day. I love it, man. It's so <laughs> sick. Mm. But that's insane. Like, friggin' just being able to, like, walk or drive to the ocean and see marlin.
4: and Yeah. Sharks, stingrays, Jesus. everything. Nature is crazy up there. It is, but it is being impacted by tourism and yeah. obviously fisheries, the commercial and also recreational fisheries. So it is under threat. Um, I've seen it change um, in my time. And I've seen I've also seen it change here in my short time in Canada, over 15 years. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is changing. It yeah. is becoming more difficult with more pressure. Yeah. More pressure, more people, more yeah. demand for food. I think up north in Australia, the uh, commercial fishery, the uh, trawlers and super trawlers they've got now are having a big impact on their fish populations. They oh, yeah. are. Um, the catch-and-fill-the-freezer mentality, where you catch your limit but don't limit your catch, is mm-hmm. very popular.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you just just people are just going crazy. They are. And there's, is there it. anything being done to kind of like slow it down? So
4: the only thing they can really do now, which they are doing, is making marine reserves where you cannot fish at all. And they're often the best places to <laughs> fish, right? Yeah.
3: Well, they're always, like, fish sanctuaries. So there's not going to be <laughs> any,
4: this place is catch and release only, or this place is fly fishing only. It's going to be, like, we're closing it off to everyone. So now no one can enjoy the resource, which is, yeah, yeah a bit so, unfair, but they've got to do what they've got to do. So. At the same time, if, if there's none
3: left, like, even if you say, oh, yeah. you're catch and release, well, you're still putting stress on those fish. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You release it, you don't know if it's gonna live or not. It might no. die an hour later
4: from exhaustion. Yeah, or exactly. Or sharks. Sharks yeah, are a big yeah. one too. Yeah, they'll often get stuck into the fish Something the you enter your line and yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. you have seen the footage. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's interesting. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Sharks seem so docile and slow and kind of yeah, like you know, chill, but man. when there's food around and something's going on, they yeah, they can really yeah, explode. They've got some explosive speed.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it's tough. Like, we've seen, like, I know, like, we hear, I've heard how Southern Ontario even
4: has changed over the years, like, by yeah. from so
0: many people, you know?
4: like It really has. It has. One of the rivers I used to fish on, I won't name it, because it's already so popular. You guys already know it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, eight to ten years ago, I could be the only one fishing on that river during a major steelhead run, like, right in the middle of the steelhead run. Mm-hmm. The only person on the river. And now, you'd go down there, and the river is just a lot of people. There's mm-hmm. a lot more pressure. A lot mm-hmm. more pressure. The trout are a lot smarter.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 It
0: to do that. I mean, like I've heard a lot of people say it's the internet. It's stuff like this, like podcasts that, you know, maybe we we try to protect that. We try to not say like, go fish here and go fish there. We don't want to, why the fuck would we give away fishing well, spots and yeah, promote that's, that? That's not what we're about anyway. But there's so. there's a lot of, you know, channels that do that and they, they say like... And uh, apps. <laughs> and apps and, and forums yeah. and videos and people and... Mm -hmm. And it's like the internet might have played a big role in maybe kind of messing it all up.
4: Yeah. And I think it's quite interesting, like, you guys can probably relate because you weren't from Toronto originally, right? Or the GTA. So, Mm -hmm. you you know, you had to come here and learn it yourself. Um, Learn about the rivers, learn the pools, learn where to fish, learn where the fish are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's more fun like that, kind of learning it yourself rather than relying on someone else. Yeah, Yeah,
3: no, I've never been a huge... uh like forum guy. I don't go to forums.
4: Yeah. yeah. I read I mean, them like, sometimes. Well but. there's
0: certain ones, I guess there's a sense of like community to it, I suppose. In terms of the fishing though, you've hundred percent, right? Like that's I mean if you're a fly fisherman too, it's like or a fly fisherwoman, you're all about getting out and trying to explore the rivers yourself and find the places and yeah. that's like the whole point,
2: right? Yeah. yeah. Learn and the when hatches. you catch it, it's all you know, that's that's what the whole work came about.
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: But, I mean, like, even just in my short two, three years fishing southern Ontario, it's insane. Like, it is a jungle. Yeah. We were fishing on a weekend. I know, again, like, tons of people. But I, I, I'm not even messing with you. We fished for, like, maybe two hours at uh, a part of um, the river. And, um, like, I, we couldn't cast because there was boats coming down one after yeah. another. But at the same like, time. Like dinghies. <laughs> Like you can't, uh, oh you can tell
3: them not to do it, right? Like the river oh, is for man. everyone, so yeah, there's more people, there's more people on the river. It's just Like man, and it's kind of good to see the people enjoying the
1: river. I kind of agree with. The we saw, <laughs> uh, I
3: agree with Gab. We yeah, saw sure, a sure. raft actually that with nobody in it. Remember that? What? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, there was like there's a bunch of rafts with people, canoes. I'm pretty sure I saw like a, a pedal boat at some point, paddle yes. boards, uh, boats. I mean, and then. This blue raft came in with no one in it. I was like, ooh, this is
0: eerie. What, yeah, it what? was really weird. Yeah, boat just kind of, like, yeah. float. It went, like, probably, so, like, a kilometer or two. Just So did they fall
2: boat. out? Did they die? I hope not. I don't think so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. I know, like, the river is, so, yeah. The river is great. Everyone
0: should enjoy the river, all that stuff. But it's like, man. Like sometimes yeah, safety wanna fast, wanna, right? Well, mm-hmm. that, for sure, that, Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also just like people fishing. Yeah, you're right. Like during Steelhead season, Southern Ontario becomes a like a zoo, you know.
4: It makes it very challenging for Steelhead in particular. These mm-hmm. fish are very pressured. So yeah. we're fishing for them on the fly and it makes it even more difficult for us, which Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kinda cool. I mean I don't mind it. Yeah. I like yeah. the challenge. Yeah, yeah, the thrill. It is yeah. a challenge, isn't yeah. it? It really is. So the reward is that much greater. Even within
3: like fly fishing. That's what, what I was trying harder. to say earlier. Yeah. 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 There's harder way like because like a lot of people in especially around the great lakes but they use egg patterns um you're probably going to have more chance to catch a nymphing a steel is head the on, most on the, like nymphing with yeah. egg patterns or even nymphs but then we mostly we we only swing so we're fishless for a while. But, <laughs> that's, but you know, that's part I mean, of the game, right? Like, if
4: you yeah. wanted to put fish in the bank, then, yeah, you'd be nymphing. Yeah. And you'd, uh, yeah. If I was a guide here, I'd be like, oh, i put it on this indicator, some heavy lead, and just <laughs> uh, chuck it in that pool. There you go. Hold <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, 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 watch the bubber. Go deep. <laughs> know, go deep and watch the bubber. If you wanted to catch numbers, then that's the game you would follow. But mm-hmm. uh, the challenge, obviously, is getting them on the swing, getting that aggressive fish to come up and take the fly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yep. Like you said, the reward is that much greater. It is, it really is. Yeah. yeah so that's what you kinda of live for after a while. Like yeah. Thing I like about swing is that I feel confident, and peace of mind that I'm covering the most body water that I can. So I know if I don't catch anything, I did my best. Yeah. That's how I feel about swing. It's so true
4: too. Yeah. You are covering every inch, you know, swing, step, swing, yeah. step. You you know you're covering the water and you know that fish are seeing you fly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the thing. You're just looking for that one that's going to take the fly. Yeah, exactly. which isn't easy. But when it does, you really know about it because you got that tight line and yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, swinging can be tricky because, like, I feel because you don't catch as many fish, but it's easy to lose concentration, and then out of nowhere, it'll bite. You were not ready. That's right. And then you can lose that usually it. Usually kind happen. of like like Mitch wanted that one time. Oh. It was like just oh. about the cast, and then it
0: bite.
4: Oh no! But yeah. Like
0: right at the end of the swing, yeah, yeah. and the dangle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
4: often happens. You've got to wait for a good period of time on the dangle. I often find that's where a lot of my tags come to. Oh yeah, on the dangle, and usually mid swing is about it. Mid swing, mm-hmm. it depends where you're fishing, what sort of water you're fishing, whether it's tail out pool, you know. Edges, whatever, fast water. It really does depend, but, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I i loved catching fish on the swing when I moved here. The first time I fished for steelhead was actually in British Columbia. Um, then I just took all those techniques, um, all those flies from British Columbia and the old world as well, to here, just to try it out, right? Mm-hmm. And I found it didn't work.
0: So what kind of flies, like... What kind of flies are we talking about?
4: Well, first off, um, in British Columbia, I took up um, some of Sid Glasso's spay flies, right, that mm-hmm. I was using over there in British Columbia for steelhead. Uh, took the Sid Glasso's spay flies over here to Ontario, tried them in the rivers here, ended up catching the largest steelhead I've ever caught. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. On, uh, on a gold heron. <laughs> Yeah, just a simple little North American space flight uh, caught The Biggest Steelhead. That was awesome. And from then I was just like, oh, yeah, these things really work and I'm Mm -hmm. quite interested in them, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you get kind of crazy with that (laughs) and then you research and buy books and then you tie and, you know... Um, I think, yeah, yeah. It's come to the classic old patterns that uh, give me the most pleasure. And then if you can get them on a dry line too, that is even better. Um, two seasons ago, I swung up a nice full steelhead, dry line, classic spay pattern. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, it was awesome. Like I'll never forget that fish. Sure. I could have used an egg and caught, you know, 20 or 30 that day or something, but
1: Yeah. yeah.
4: Just getting that fish, yeah, it was good. was good. Right. It, it installed a lot of confidence in me yeah. mm-hmm. to get them on a dry line. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah.
0: Because yeah. as soon as you get one on a dry line, it's kind of like, okay, this is possible.
4: <laughs> it is possible here. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can do it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the challenge of it. So, I'm going to continue fishing with dry line this fall. I think, yeah, at the most, an intermediate tip. Yeah. <laughs> Scandi line, intermediate tip. Yes. Or just a long length of mono fluorocarbon, yep, and yeah, put on the classic uh, salmon flies. Put on if the water's up, probably like a D fly, or yeah, if I'm fishing a deeper pool or I'm fishing in some faster water, then a spay fly of some form or another. So
0: what's like? What are the when? When do you know when to use which of those flies? Like you said, in higher water, you use a D.
4: Yeah, D Fly is traditionally, well, that's from uh, the Dee River in Scotland, Aberdeenshire. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's where the Devonshire minnow, I don't know if you guys know of this lure, it's like a minnow, it's like a long minnow pattern. It was invented there. Um, The D Fly is a long, slim pattern just by its design a d-fly is it usually does have split wings on the top that give it more like a scissor action um it's usually tied in a long iron fine wire um yeah it doesn't sink that much it's in the upper part of the water column Mm -hmm. but usually in spring when you're fishing in a spate so you know there's a bit of color in the water and all this um and the fish feel more comfortable in different areas of the pool or different areas of the river. So, you know, you definitely fish them on the dangle a lot more. That's when I would use a D, when the water has a lot of color. Bigger fly as well. D flies quite large. They can yeah, and it moves hard. a lot of water too. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're a big pattern. Um, I seem to use the traditional spays, whether they've got the uh, cock hackle or whether they've got the spay hackle in deeper pools. I just... I seen that works. <laughs> Their spay flies are much more drab compared to a d-fly, and they're a lot smaller too. Yeah,
0: and they're like sparser too, eh? Like yeah, they, they are feather? sparser. Well, yeah, yes and no.
4: Yes and no. Yeah, they're pretty much equal in sparseness. Mm-hmm. Like in, with any a spay is definitely a bit smaller than a d-fly. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, traditionally spay flies are tied with the cock hackle, so that works better in faster water, like faster water. Mm -hmm. But there's only, I can think of two off the top of my head, the grey heron and the black heron. They both use heron hackle, and that gives a lot of mobility to the flyer. It -hmm. looks very lifelike and buggy in the water, plus it could also look like a shrimp or a bait fish or anything Mm -hmm. like this. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, they're quite effective little flies, Yeah. Yeah, especially things like Lady Caroline. That's probably number one. Yeah, yeah,
0: Lady Caroline, yeah, yeah, it's a it's tried and fly. true, right? Like, I wonder why that fly works so well. It's it's a buggy know. fly. You know, it's
4: dark, it's brown, but it yeah,
3: it, there's a lot of moving parts.
4: Yeah, yeah, it does look very natural in the water. It mm. does have a natural look to it. Um, another one which really confuses me is um, yeah, the Gland Grant confuses me because I'm not too sure what that looks like in the water, but it does look like a buggy fly as well. And then the Dallas as well, which is weird because it has cinnamon turkey wings Hmm. and then a dark body with um, a lot of different ribbing, like a blue and a red ribbing in it. And for some reason on the East Coast, I mean, well, here in Great Lakes region and on the West Coast, that fly is pretty much reigning supreme at the moment. I don't know why. Really, eh? Yeah. On the East Coast? Uh, no, well, Great Lakes region. Oh, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure if they fish the Dallas out there for Atlantics yeah. on the East Coast. Not too sure. Yeah. But, yeah, Mike ties insanely
3: cool flies. Your fly tying adventures of classic flies lend you to a uh, mirror machine next, next year,
4: right? Yeah, um, that's right. What's it called,
3: like the international? ASFI.
4: The Atlantic Salmon Federation International. They hold an um, exposition, well, yeah, every year... Um, this time it's in Canada. It's in the Miramichi. Next year, um, I will be there amongst 80 of uh, the world's best tyres, I guess you could say, in this vein of classic Atlantic Salmon flies and, you know, That's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. It is very exciting. No writing? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <'cause>, like, <laughs> some of these people have been doing it for years, and some of them have just the most incredible talent. Like yeah. Some of this stuff is just insane right yeah, what you yeah. see from these guys and it's just like wow well I'll just go there I'll have a few glasses of wine and you know I'm going to learn a lot there but uh, it's nice to be included with that and get the invite of course and, yeah so um, they just called you like, hey your time is uh, insane so why yeah, don't you yeah it was a formal invitation that I received oh so.
0: that's sick like in the mail
4: uh, no it was by email I was so. going to uh, say like man if they oh, sent something yeah. by paper mail with like a wax,
2: <laughs> a <stamp> wax seal <laughs> <laughs> delivered stamp by owl yeah.
0: right like that's badass but that's the you I got running. running yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. The ye
4: old ye old fly time <laughs> <Yes>. symposium <laughs> we'll send a horse and
1: carriage we we'll get there by next year well that's
2: how we'll get uh, people to come and in interview. we'll send them wax seal envelopes oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a badass you've been thing invited too. for the SoFly
1: episode 14
0: that's sick man like that's really really cool and what's your just so people know to check out your flies because your flies are insanely amazing and uh, you have an Instagram page what's the yeah. handle
4: yeah uh, I am flyfishinjam um, f-l-y-f-i-s-h-i-n j-a-m yeah you should be able to find it like that yeah uh, i don't know if you guys remember that tv show back in the day called hardcore tv
2: no no, no one knows no. this
4: nah you guys hardcore, you i might i they had rust a piece theater yeah. one and they had fly fish and jam with, <laughs> the, <it was> like, <laughs> with the fly girls <laughs> That's awesome. And it was just like the funniest TV show. So that's where I got the handle from. And you know, oh, hardcore now from oh, yeah, Hardcore TV It's from way back. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, check
0: out uh, Mike's Instagram channel because it's, it's, he's got, you can put up tons of flyers. Yeah, there. I've, I've yeah. got to
4: put up a website soon. That's going to be a goal of mine. Get a website going, put up supplies, recipes, and uh, whatnot. Why? Yeah. Why? You yeah, selling? the website these days. Yeah, but are you selling anything? Because your Instagram no. can do the same. No, no, I don't, I don't sell anything just yet. But I may need to sell some things to finance yeah. my trip out to Miramichi. So,
0: are you going to fish when you're out there?
4: Um, I've spoken to a few friends who are also going to be at this gathering. Um, yeah, I probably will do Quebec. Mm-hmm. Because that's easy and close by. Do the North Shore,
2: maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um. Let's let's give wait let's give Mike some advice. He's here. He's helping us out. He's helping us uh, helping our audience out. Keep it on Instagram. You you have your followers on Instagram yeah. already. Don't create yeah. another um, don't create another platform for them to find. Okay. You can put your you can put your recipes. You can put your class. Yeah, but here's
0: the thing, though. We think for, in advertising, we keep thinking about these millennials, as they're called. Yeah. I'm a millennial. Yeah, These yeah, people yeah. who are all on social yeah. millennial. Fly
2: attire guys. Sure they are. What's the website? No, no. Instagram is right? 100%. Hey, seriously. Yes. Instagram is not a millennial channel. That being said, Mitch, is a good point. Um, there is that hub of where everything sort of sits, and your website is that. Mm. So yeah. Plus, you know
0: what also is what's nice about a website is it's kind of like a portfolio. It is. Mm-hmm. It's sort of just it like is. your own little place to... Yeah. Yeah, it's like you have a website. You wouldn't have only... Instagram. but you know what though you know what's crazy yeah. about Instagram though I've right. found so many tires just from Instagram like from yeah. just like looking up yeah. hashtags and stuff mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's this other guy in southern Ontario who ties really really nice flies Jin Jin Muley yeah. 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 yeah
4: I would say his
2: Ontario's finest his yeah. flies are insane he man. ties them in hand too well, that's he the doesn't thing use like, a vice that the, the guy that, that we gets me man is like, that the guy we met at the
0: uh, the Speyclay Speyclay yeah the yeah. older yeah, older, yeah. Young, yeah. yeah it was incredible he I'll see his patterns right and he's like he posts a picture and he's just like
4: all it says is "tight in hand." Yep. Like, yeah. What? Yeah, he doesn't use a vice. Mm. He doesn't use a vice. I've seen him do not He goes like this. There's an no anomaly. words to really. Yeah, he's an anomaly. Oh, yeah. That is it. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Whack, man! But
0: that's how I found fly fishing jam too. I found it just kind of fine I just organically sort of found it through. Hmm. So fly like I guess the page, the Instagram page follows all kinds of fly fishing pages. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah.
4: page came up and I was like,
0: "Holy shit!" Look at. He's gap. Yeah, that's Mike Bishop. Man, These <laughs> yeah. flies are insane.
4: Funny yeah. thing is, we'll fish them too.
1: Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's it, right? and
3: that—that's what I love about about <laughs> Mike is that he ties the sickest flies, and even if he frames them, he takes them out and fish them. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And they yeah. break off. I've seen yeah. like, some pretty. But like, that's fly, like uh, um, the hook breaking. Oh yeah, that's uh, kind
0: of a lucky I mean, fish, though, right? If it breaks off a, a Mike Bishop fly and is just like in the river with a one of his flies <laughs> <Yeah>. in his <laughs> mouth, guys like look at look at my purse. He's like a swimming piece of art, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> a steelhead with yeah. a yeah. a spay fly. Uh, that's
3: yeah. <laughs> I bet. I bet if I would catch a steelhead that Mike lost and it still has the fly, I'd be like, "Fuck, that's Mike's fly." (laughs) Yeah, 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 because because you have that style. Like they're really, um, um, they're sparse and like your shanks are so slim Mm. that like I always tell those guys like if you put like ten uh flies from 10 different tires i would pro i could probably yeah. point yours out you could probably Just
4: pick a jinwoo of... lee fly out as well oh yeah like definitely uh, well, there's a every- style
0: there's a style to tying these types of flies
4: mm-hmm. well everyone has their own unique adaptation of it and you can see that through the tire and the artist i guess you can call it art oh uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: but your stance on framing flies
4: i have done it at home <laughs> um Just to decorate the house. But um, all my flies are dressed to fish, right? Like, I use silk gut, but uh, it'll be fully silk gutted, and I'll put glue off the top of that. You know, I don't think they had that back in the 1890s or whatever, but yeah, you know. Fish and silk lines. I have read in Hale's books that, you know, Hale said to put varnish after every step. Um, That's from the 1900s, so yeah yeah there's some interesting stuff and i've seen people criticize other people for glue and stuff like that and i'm just like well in some of these vintage books like Hale was saying to use glue at this point so yeah you know i don't
0: know plus when it comes down to those nuances it's sort of like uh like why not
4: yeah Yeah. reinforce the fly a bit if you're going to fish it heavily so Mm -hmm. yeah make sure it works um different flies for different conditions yeah 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 it all comes together so
0: we didn't even touch on like how you got into fly fishing. Like, how did did you get into fly tying for first, or was was how did that whole thing?
4: No, I've only been tying for about eight, nine years. Yeah, not long, not <laughs> long, but. Um, I started fishing probably at about the age of six. Wow. Through my mum. Yeah. My mum was... A, mom, yeah. And my yeah. grandmother and grandfather were keen anglers in oh, Australia. Yeah. That's
2: awesome. They had that's their
4: cane awesome. rods oh, and yeah. yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. yeah, they were gun anglers. And my mum was a very gun angler, too. Uh, yeah, she was very good. Uh, she took me fishing the first time. Um, oh, that's amazing. Around about the age of... Fourteen, when I should have been interested in girls. I got interested in fly fishing. (laughs) 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 Took up fly fishing. You were still interested in girls. Yeah, I was, I was, I was. was. But I took up the fly fishing uh, in Australia. Yeah, learned all that all by myself because YouTube didn't really exist back then. So casting videos, yeah, nah. Everyone's got it so easy these days. Along with the podcast, you can listen to this, get some information, it's all good. Um,
0: Back then you just had to like... You did it all uh, yourself. You maybe had some books, but it's like, I think
4: this is how you do it. Yeah, this feels right. (laughs) (laughs) Learning how to cast,
0: looking at pictures and books, it's like. Yeah, it's Uh, not easy. (laughs) It was difficult.
2: It was difficult. So, what
0: made you pick up a flyer on?
2: What? Uh. Wait, wait did, your, did your mom fly fish or did she... No, she was conventional. She was. Conventional, she, was okay. she
4: loved her spin tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. loves spin fishing. Yeah. Yep, she loves those uh, metal slice lures and yeah. Tobies and Wonder <laughs> Wobblers and all that sort of thing, right? Um, <laughs>
3: Huge repellers. Yeah. 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 No, she. Three treble irks on. No, no,
4: just okay. the little metal ones. Yeah, she loved that. Oh, it's great. A spoon. Yeah, thing? spoons. Yeah. yeah, she was, and I guess you could say swing and flies is the. Um, kind of a form of spin fishing in the river right yeah you're swinging a big pattern yep. yeah it's got mm-hmm. movement and flash and yep. you know kind of just casting it out letting it go yeah. yeah you're kind of like but yeah so i don't know why i got into it. i think I, I i wanted the challenge i wanted the challenge of catching a fish on fly and i'd read about it and i would seen it like on tv maybe once because we had four channels of TV back then, and I was like, you know, most of them were on cheese making, but <laughs> yeah. one why do we had go to fish? fly fishing or something? Why do we like, fly fish? Yeah, I was like, that looks awesome. I'm going to yeah. try it. So, yeah, I bought my first outfit, went tried it out. Um, I sucked at casting. It took me a good few years to <laughs> yeah. just get it out 30 feet. <laughs> Caught my first fish on fly, and then I was like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. What was your first mm-hmm. fish? Oh, uh, uh, something we call in Australia called a herring, it's mm-hmm. a Tommy Ruff. Tommy rough. It was probably only about 30, 40 centimetres long But still Yeah It's a good feeling Classified as a bait fish really yeah, That's awesome though, <laughs> Especially that's in great. Australia When you think about All those giant fish Yeah, yeah It's yeah. awesome Yeah Yeah I did that And then um, I kind of quit it Until I was about Until I was about 30 Yeah Yeah I'd quit it From about the age of Maybe My mid-twenties To 30 Yeah Yeah, just for girls and life and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the the Australian herring. I just
2: pulled up um, Google Images, the Australian herring. Yeah. Gorgeous. It's better than what I did when I first (laughs) think I I think I caught a fly. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Or a nymph. I think I nymph. Yeah, it was like
0: a a caddis. (laughs) Wow, you
4: caught a caddis. (laughs) Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever caught mussels before on the swing? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that seems like a common thing, right?
2: Yeah, yeah it
4: can't be good it's weird yeah, right. I was fishing in Algonquin like two weeks ago and like I'm like oh it's something on the end of my fly I pull it in there, and there's a muscle on the end of my fly yeah 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 on my clouser <laughs>
0: <I'm> like, <laughs> on what? a clouser yeah it's just weird Algonquin's Algonquin's a, Algonquin's a weird one it's cause Algonquin's it
3: like people think it's like super wild and stuff but it's pretty busy
1: I mean talk about pressure and highway were, 60 talk yeah. About, yeah
3: talk yeah. about pressure Algonquin Park. Mm. If you want to catch big brookies, you gotta go deep. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. really deep. You
0: gotta find a spot. You gotta get. Yeah. It's a unicorn, like a big brook trout in Algonquin. I think it's a unicorn. I'm sure there's people that maybe even would listen to this and say like, yeah, "You guys are stupid." Like, we know a lake full of but. I've tried fishing brookies on the park and it's like, we've gone pretty deep and it's like, no, no, this, you know, we, we thought this was a spot where there was brook trout and we're catching rock bass, <laughs> you know, it's like, holy Christ, man. Yeah. It's like warm water and it's kind of muddy and there's leeches and yeah, it's just like not brookie water.
4: Yeah. I knew of a river in Algonquin like years back when I first came here because someone kind of told me about yeah, it yeah, yeah. and you know, I kept it secret. Yeah. And nowadays it's just flogged, and there's nothing no. there anymore. It's just like wow, okay, everyone so, knows about it.
0: Oh, it just got completely washed out. Yeah,
4: you worst. just have to do like that
3: guy. Like a month ago, um, saw a video on YouTube of this guy catching like 20 inches brook trout, and then but wouldn't say where it was. So he went to the government and uh, finally a uh, um, right for press, yeah, or, like, right free for, information, uh, free, free, freedom like of information, yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, yeah. So and they gave him the spot and he went oh, and he fished it and he slayed no. Yeah. oh no he caught oh, tons of brick trout I know that yeah oh. he went and he caught a bunch of fish and he has pictures with like amazing brick <laughs> oh, trout but I don't, but I, don't I don't know if he told anyone else about that spot like I don't so, think he's giving hmm. it away or anything I think he was just like he just he's used doing his, that's his hunting that's his hunting strategy that's his no. strategy it's like wow that's pretty creative I wouldn't have thought to do that
3: this guy must be in administration or something like I'm gonna <laughs> fill out a bunch of paperwork some jackass and I'm gonna find you know? out where that spot is <laughs> He got some great. He's a smart guy, man. He thought outside yeah, the box, you know. I you guess know, agree to
4: disagree. That's pretty smart.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Next thing, he'll be going for the Aurora trout. Oh,
0: yeah. you want to come with us? We want to go up. And he's uh, he's like, come on, we'll do it.
2: Yeah, he's fantastic.
0: It's a fly-in though. So yeah. There's a, there's gotcha. a couple lakes in this region of Ontario that shan't be named, even though. Yeah, <laughs> I know you shouldn't I, name I, them anything. Anyway. I, 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 I don't know their name. Anyway. I don't know the names. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, the thing is, like, it's it's a part of Ontario, but like the 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 where the lakes are that contain this trout, we don't even know where they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we can find them out. Like there, it's stuck like on it. It's you know, you could it's all this stuff's out there, but. It's tough to get to, nonetheless. Like you got to fly into this thing, and it's it's like a commitment. But there's um, this guy, well Eric, who owns Tamagami Outfitting. You know, obviously he's like, yeah, I love you, Eric. Yeah, he's uh, Eric's the best. He's like, we (laughs) can find we can find a way to do it, and you know, but you got to hire a plane, you got to go in. Aurora Trout are just like so crazy because.
2: Oh, you guys got some... Sorry, guys. We're just... know we, so, we're, yeah. we're done our drinks, and we're going to try this yeah, yeah. Uh, Australian oh, no, I'll, take, awesome. uh, I'll take that.
0: Oh,
4: wait. I kind of want... I kind of want some of that, too, actually. No, you know what? I'll take the girls. Yeah, thanks, man. We're <laughs> refilling refilling fuels. Yeah. Well, I'm off to BC soon. Should be... You're going uh, to BC? Yeah, heading off... Um, what is it? October? Yep. Nice. Yeah. You're going there in October? Mm-hmm. For how long? Uh, Ten days. To fish? Yes. Cool, nice. And for some wine tasting as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah. Heading over to uh, Vancouver first, do the mainland. Um, I was going to go up to uh, Smithers and the Bulkley, but um, kind of changed my mind last minute. Decided to go to uh, the Cow Chan for the wine. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a few wineries there I want to taste.
0: Which wineries? No, I know I it's a tangent. I
2: know. I'm still in so the BC. There's so many wineries in BC. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I just right. know the Prince Edward County wines. Yeah. Prince Edward County, I'm mm. vouching for that, like, till I die. It's great. But it's really? all Pinot's. Right? Really? The Pinot's are great in Ontario. So that's Quinty, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah really. So that a <clears> good Pinot. Really good. There's a there's a winery. It's an all organic winery. Um, oh wow! Called Stanners. Really so they have like a their their whole thing is insulated with straw, um, mm. winter and summer. It's incredible. Just very like gr- grassroots, environmentally friendly. Yeah. The best Pinot Noirs, Pinot Grigios that I've had in Ontario. Really, yeah, so yeah. I've yeah like is, PEC. Like, I know nothing about PEC. Like, oh, you've
4: never been? Okay. Not Niagara yeah. is the region that I generally
2: know, which yeah. is fine, but. That's com- and they can get commercial, but mm. try standards and I guarantee you, you'd be like, damn, these guys compete with New, New Zealand Pinots. Well, I think, wow. personally. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Personally, this is subjective, of course, but you know. I'm going to have to try them.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I know like the
0: wineries in PC are huge. I know two. Grange is really good. Grange mm-hmm. of Prince Edward County. And then, um, God, what's the other name? I can't remember the name of the other one that I know, but there's tons. There's like a whole bunch of them. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I was drinking one the other night, um, "Dirty Laundry" from the Okanagan. It's a great name. Oh wow! Yeah, I love that name. It's quite good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's yeah. It's great. Pinot Noir. It's very Pinot Noir. good. Noir. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, doing um, doing there, and then we're headed up to Campbell River, and then of course I'll go over to yeah the West Coast Tofino, and, yeah, oh, to out. Fino and yeah So you're gonna steelhead. Are you going
0: to surf? Yes. too? With no, tofino? probably not.
4: No <laughs> Nice I uh, Can't pack my board. Got too many rods. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I mean, like, that's prime steelhead time, right?
4: Yeah, and it coincides with, of course, some of the migratory salmon. So what will be going at? End of Coho, start of Charm. There'll be kings there as well. But, yeah, I'll have my eyes on steelhead, I do think.
0: <laughs> and you fished. Uh, yeah, you said you that was the first kind of place you
1: started Yeah,
4: Yeah, the island. Vancouver Island was the first place I fished. Yeah, I discovered this guy, Roderick Haig-Brown. I don't know if you know of this famous Canadian author, Roderick Haig-Brown, who wrote about Campbell River. Mm. Um, yeah, I just love his writing. Um, and fishing in that magnificent place, too. It's just magical, really. Yeah, um, It's where I caught my first steelhead. Um, Jeez. Oh, wow. it's, it's beautiful, and I've done it, I think five times now <laughs> like, really yeah it's so funny that i will not go to smithers or the bulkley mm-hmm. but i'll choose to go to the island everyone's like what are you crazy you should go to smithers or the bulkley but you know i'm taking the girlfriend with me <clears throat> so yeah. i want to include some other things as well like wine tasting um, arms. Yeah. she loves snorkeling yeah. she's like she's totally going river snorkeling yeah, like, yeah she's yeah, a yeah, snorkel maniac yeah, yeah. she oh, yeah. loves the water sure. she yeah. likes to swim with anything yeah, yeah. awesome yeah that'd be yeah. so
0: good and tofino
4: really good for that too right Snorkeling yeah, it's like more that? of a beach, beach down town. there in Tofino, but yeah, um, yeah no, nah, she'll be in the rivers. She'll be donning the wetsuit. She brought her wetsuit over here from Australia, but yeah, yeah <laughs> she'll be jumping in there. Is it
3: a is it a warm enough? Yeah, it's suit? neoprene. Yeah, oh, okay.
4: fine. <laughs> so she'll be snorkeling a little steelheading. She'll be going there's one, <laughs> <Behind> <laughs> one. yeah so do a Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> from underwater. <laughs> yeah. Right by the rock. That's awesome. No, it's awesome to someone who's so much into that sort of thing. Oh, it's crazy. In Australia, um, we were, there's a thing called salmon in Australia. It's not really salmon. It's more a sea perch, right? But they run in fall, and they're big. They get up to, I don't know, 10, 10 15 pounds. Sort oh, of thing. Wow. Maybe not 15, like 10 pounds, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Anyway, they run the beaches in fall. A lot of people fish for them. We were down there last year and um, the salmon had just finished kind of thing. They were just gone. The run wasn't happening. And there were all these dolphins that kind of came into the bay. Mm -hmm. And my girlfriend was like, it's like a kilometer, two kilometers out. She's like, I'm going to go snorkeling with the wild dolphins. I'm like, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. just jumps in the water and just goes off Starts swimming oh. With these wild dolphins And what? interacting with wild dolphins oh And then everyone else Sees oh, her I out there And that? they're like Oh let's all get in the yeah. water too and They're all oh. following her out there yeah. yeah. uh, But yeah She's the whisperer I don't know yeah, I try no, to try that She was that saying Florida, that The interaction was really good She could tell the male dolphins Were kind of shielding off Certain. Really Yeah the younger dolphins, the calves no and way. stuff like that. Oh. And they're a bit standoffish. Oh, wow. And, you know, the interactions that she had with the, uh, potter dolphins. are really interesting. I mean, you gotta be careful with wild animals, yeah, no sure. matter where you are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like, we swam with all sorts of things like whale sharks was probably the most amazing thing I've ever seen. What? Like This is the biggest fish on the planet. Yeah, yeah. a whale shark, mm-hmm. and it, frankly, looking right? at it when you're underwater, you're like, "That's not real. That can't be real." It's just
0: like a. It looks piece of. It's just like a piece it's of something huge. intangible huge. kind of object. It's
2: just huge. Oh. Is it, it's scary. I would be. It's not out. scary, no. Because like they plankton, right? 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 But like mm-hmm. just seeing the majesticness of yeah. the, that's a word. There's, there's yeah, there's like seeing,
4: yeah. That, seeing that underwater. It's It's something you can't describe. I I can't describe. I can't put it into words, but it seems fake. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like you're in some sort of movie or something. Yeah. It's it's completely surreal. Yeah. See, man, like, I love that shit. Like, I love love scuba
0: diving, snorkeling. I want to, like, swim with whale sharks. Was that in Australia?
4: Yeah, it was. We also got to swim that day with um, humpback whales. So nice. we were probably 10 meters away from a humpback whale. I tried taking a photo of the humpback whale, and of course, it's so enormous. All you get is just a black yeah. <laughs> bit of its skin, yeah. right? Yeah. So you've got to zoom out <laughs> incredibly
3: to get a photo of uh, of a humpback. But In uh, October, I'm taking Chantal to uh, the North Shore of Quebec, Okay, and uh, we... I, we just rented today a, a cottage by by the Saint Lawrence, Oh. and then like all in the reviews, they were like, "Oh yeah, we just sit on the balcony and watch whales." So it's going to be pretty pretty cool. Like.
4: So they just had the uh, whale exhibit at the ROM as mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. which just wrapped up. That oh, was that the big blue whale. Yeah, it was the big blue yeah, whale. Yeah. So yeah. they come into the Gulf there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. How was that exhibit? Did you go? It a, yeah, I did yeah, go. So how
2: was how, how it?
4: I found it quite good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, but a very informative exhibit, mm-hmm. um, the science that goes into studying the blue whales right. and the whales in Canada. Is a lot. Um, I found it very informative. I wow. did. Like the size of the whale's heart is basically the size of like a small VW car. Oh, <laughs> oh my wow. god! But its brain is more like the size of a uh, watermelon. No way, That's, <laughs> right. I That's love okay. That, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather
2: run my life with my heart than my brain. See, I, so yeah, I'm kind of like and, that too. Uh,
3: I have a big heart, but I'm not the, that smart.
2: The other fascinating <laughs> thing about those whales is
4: they kind of reverse Evolved Like they came from the land back into the water because they have these little. Stumpy things oh, yeah. in their skeleton oh. that were legs, like hind legs. Are you kidding? I you? heard the, yeah, they, 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 came they from back. Pigs. In,
0: so they're so
4: they're smart. Yeah, They've got to figure it figured out.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it's like works.
4: evolution went. Oh, we're going out of the water. Come out. No, we're going back. In the yeah. Water. yeah, yeah. We changed our mind. <laughs> <to survive>. yeah <laughs> Why do we yeah. want to
0: go out on land? This is not so great. Let's they came. A, they came from pig. Apparently. Yeah, it's something
3: like, the closest, like that. Yeah, closest animal that's like the closest to the whales are pigs. Yeah, it's a really strange. So it's like state. a big one, dude. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm going. That makes sense. I'm back into rolling. the
4: water. That's where the food is, right? That makes sense. it's the intelligent level. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's, the, the yeah. You know, sense. Yeah, it's uh, just bizarre. But uh, yeah, that was great. What, so, well.
0: someone with a whale shark, though. What was like? What kind of man? Like, what was its mannerisms? Like, was it a friendly experience, or was it standoffish, yeah. kind of like the male dolphins?
4: No, whale sharks are very docile. They have very poor eyesight. Um, yeah, they don't care about you much at all. They just care about feeding and. That's what this shark was doing, was actually feeding. So we were lucky because they will cruise off and they're doing about 10 knots when they cruise off and you can't really keep up with them that much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he was stopping and feeding on everything on the surface. The only problem is um, if you're swimming, you can't kick bubbles when you've got your fins on because the shark will see the bubbles and he'll think that's krill and he'll come after you. So I started doing that and the whale shark was actually after me. What's kicking away kinda cool with all because I thought it was uh, it like keeps turning for me yeah it keeps turning because I'm trying to kick away kick away yeah but you're it went, making more it bubbles keeps turning for me and I'm like it's got a big open mouth it's like you know yeah
0: yeah yeah like huge you, you could go into that yeah place. I could go into that cavern.
4: Yeah. I was like <laughs> oh my god yeah no you just gotta keep your fins under the water so you're not kicking up bubbles yeah. and then yeah it's not going and that was you you were snorkeling yeah snorkeling yep that's what it is that's insane yeah it's a lot of fun yeah
0: so cool. Mitch, yeah, let's
2: go. Okay,
0: let's do it, man. Let's do it. I'm can serious. you fish whale shark? <laughs> 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 yeah, you can. I need like a krill a pattern, pattern <laughs> on like a like a sixty-seven foot odd. weights rod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a
4: sixty odd hook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wouldn't even notice it was hooked. It would just keep going. Yeah, yeah, no. exactly. No, I always
2: thought the bass shark man. was the biggest. No whale shark. Ah, uh, whale. Well. Yeah, I'm just kidding. But they're pretty big.
4: Basking shark. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen
2: them up north too.
4: Yeah. They're quite interesting as well. mm -hmm. They come in quite shallow. Really? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. people yeah. see them
4: like in like docks and stuff. Like, that. are those
0: guys like dangerous? Or are no. they no. basking? That far? no, or just eating. Uh,
3: they're just like same, a big right? open mouth and then they <coughs> swim. Kind of like yeah. willow sharks a bit. Mm. Just moving. yeah, yeah.
2: They, they they look scary because they look like the traditional. You know, and I blame so. Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. of course, for this whole. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, but sharks are awesome. They look they look scary, but they're totally. Harmless. and you know the you know the sharks with the big teeth the ones that we have in like Ripley's aquarium and like those guys don't they're so docile yeah they're the gray so nurse. yeah you know yeah the, the nurse sharks right yeah no yeah. sharks, fine no, no no but with the other guys with the big teeth you know like the what are they called they're on the White coast list? of like California oh uh, uh, tigers you know? no not makos not, tig- not tigers they whitelist Maybe oh bull sharks no not bull sharks because yeah because those are dangerous yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about them these guys are like when they smile their teeth show like they're just spiny teeth but okay. yet they're the scariest looking sharks when you look at them but they're the f- <laughs> they're the most docile they don't even attack <laughs> you they don't care about that stuff they're well lazy. they have the, most they have... of sharks don't really care
0: well there's a type <clears> of shark <throat> in the St Lawrence River that's blind and its teeth are yeah. like sticks yeah. and they're just like this that's like this the is the Greenland yes Greenland Greenland I
4: think that's the longest living animal. They live up to about three hundred years. I could be yeah. wrong. I mean, everyone's gonna like hammer me <laughs> if this is on the podcast. Yeah. And be like, oh my god, speakers <laughs> oh, well, well, yeah, you know, really. telling lies. And, you know, but then like, they uh, can
0: email us at theselflicker@gmail.com. Nobody ever yeah, does. They're like, oh, whatever. Good. No one does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're friendly. Yeah. We're nice. Yeah. yeah. No man, sharks. That's insane. Mm. Crazy. Yilma, what were you saying? You were like waving in the air.
2: No, no, no. I wasn't gonna say anything. Hmm. I really wasn't. Okay. I was gonna say how handsome you are, though. Well,
0: thank you. You're <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and that's a part we got to leave in the podcast. Steelhead, though. Yes. Because we just went on the massive tangent about we did. all kinds of things. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, these podcasts could be, like, six hours long if we wanted them to be, you know? Mm. Like, man. Saltwater
4: fishing. We could just do a whole episode about that. Could do. And, you, and specifically just on one species. Christ.
0: Yeah. I know. Well, we we have to have you hours. back on the show again eventually. Definitely. I'd love to be back. Thank yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you, Mike. But... Before we finish, mm-hmm. when are you going to start steelheading in southern Ontario?
4: As soon as it rains. As soon as it rains. <laughs> I know. We're the rivers been, are still We are right. waiting. And it's still
0: warm, too. Like, I know. Do we have to experience some cold? Like What kind of conditions are we looking at before we Well, there's
4: already fish running in... You know, I could give you a mm-hmm. Georgian Bay region yeah. kind <laughs> of area. Yeah. Around the Great Lakes, there yeah. are fish running. There, are, there In there Ontario. Are,
0: there are... They're on. Well, yeah, I guess it makes sense at the end of September, right?
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're already going, but yeah, there are reports of them around. They're there. And right? People have been but catching atlantics recently yeah. too. Yeah, during summer, people caught quite a few atlantics in Ontario. So it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's the uh, stocking efforts. On. So yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I had one on Atlantic. Mm. Well, Yama thinks that I that's think that's what it was. Is. I saw so. I think it's a. It was a little bit too higher up in the river, but it was a. No. In the twenty inches. Yeah, they And it leaped at least four, four times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, years. that's an Atlantic. That yeah, yeah. it was high It was silver. And I had okay. I had six x. <laughs> he Six x leader on, and it got grounded on a rock, and I lost it. Well, it's Sanity. an
4: interesting thing. You'll, you'll start to see more Atlantics, um, especially rivers with no dams.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I like, like three of them? This is the thing. Three rivers? That's exactly... Dams where, yeah. are the worst.
4: Yeah, they are, really. Yeah. For migratory fish, it's, it's not a good thing.
0: No, it's just killing... It's like... Uh, it, it's so illogical when these things happen. It's like, what the hell's going on? Like, why are we still... <laughs> I know there's all these things, but it's like, Jesus Christ, like, you have fish that rely on an open river, and then it's like, let's put some fucking concrete in the middle of this thing. Three times, four times, five times. Mm. Yeah. It's just no, no one thinking about it. It's progress. It's mm. crazy. <laughs> but um, that said, there is still a good steelhead. There's the, still good steelhead fishing in San Ontario, oh, yeah. right? Is it totally grim?
4: No. No. pretty good? No, there's awesome How does awesome it compare
0: to out west, though? Like,
4: what's it like steelheading out west? Are you going to catch a fish every time you go out? No. No. They're just as difficult. Just as difficult. You can go out there for a whole 10-day trip and come back blanked, yeah. which I know a lot of my friends have been. It's entirely dependent on conditions. you just got to put those pieces of the puzzle together, um, yeah, conditions, and you'll get into the fish. Yeah, But, I mean, that's not what it's about. It's more like being out in the nature and just enjoying fall right now, which... I think it's going to be fall soon. <laughs> Gotta yeah, I hope so. maybe, maybe. I love the colors. Couple I love months. the sound of the river. I love just, yeah. you know, not having to think about bills or stress or anything like that. It's just a moment of peace. And I I mean really. it's am... BC, right? So the yeah. scenery's Well, nice. Ontario, I get that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Even yeah, if I'm Ontario, down in the local creek or whatever, I yeah, yeah, still yeah, get a little a bit of peace. <laughs> I I <laughs> there get is get a little bit fuzzy, right? But
0: something extraordinarily unique about steelhead fishing. There is. It's just like there's nothing else like it.
4: No, there isn't. Uh, I consider it... It's kind of close to bone fishing in its in its feel um, because, you know, you're really out there to get the fish, to take the fly, and you're hunting them. You're actually hunting them. That's what it's more like. It's not a numbers game. You're just looking for that one fish. Yeah. And you're hunting them, and it's an active sport, and you're moving around the river, and you're seeing different sites, and, you know... Uh, it's very interactive.
2: That's interesting. Yeah, interesting analogy. Yeah, people mm. pa- that,
4: comparison. People that don't really
3: fly fish are always. Like, oh, it looks so relaxing. I'm like, yeah, spend a day with me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chasing with steelhead. You'll, you'll be pretty tired at the end of the day. Yeah, it's a it's a trek.
2: Stop watching the movies. Get out there on the river.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's uh What's your favorite fish? Tough question. I think I love them all. <laughs> Even if it's a puffer fish. No um favorite to catch, gosh, you know there'd be a ton of them. I reckon steelhead steelhead definitely up there yeah. favorite yeah. yeah, yeah, number one incredible fish mm. and then chasing bonefish and permit is another infuriating, frustrating thing to do, <laughs> <So>.
2: <laughs> Mitch, I think we need to bring you bone fishing. Let's do this. You're a steelhead guy. This is, your, this is your homeboy right now, Michael. We need to go bone fishing because I think you'd like. Yeah, me too. need to go to the tropics. Yeah, yeah go experience the salt. Yeah. I'll bring you. We'll stay at my grandmother's. Let's we'll go. Yeah, yeah, we need to go to your yeah. grandmother's. Yeah, that would be awesome. I bet she'll feed us really well. Oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We have this river fish called cascadie. She'll curry it and she'll put oh. the right spices. You guys yeah. will be nice. blown away. Nice. the, the, Let's the best culinary year. experience. I'm oh, oh, sold already. Oh, yeah. right. That's cool. Yeah. cool. Done. Well, winter's coming, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's <exactly laughs> all run yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, <clears throat> uh, we're coming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mike, thanks so much for being on the show.
2: Uh, thanks for having me. We yeah. uh,
0: we appreciate it. And uh, we got to have you on again because like, there's so much. Yeah,
2: this is not – it doesn't feel like it's over.
0: So hopefully we can. Yeah. No. Yeah. No,
2: it's never right. Uh, and we're going to do Aurora be. Trout. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, you should come. And down to
2: Yelma's grandma's. Yes. <laughs> no – this Keys is yeah. Finish. It's not a hyperbole. No, it's sick. not an. Ex- it's not one of those like, oh yeah, let's hang out. No, no, no. It's it's legit. We're going to Trinidad. Okay. And we're gonna go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm is. down with that.
0: Awesome. Good. All right. Thanks again. And Thank that's you. it uh, for episode thirteen. Was thirteen. Yeah. 13. Twelve. Thirteen. Don't forget
3: to check out our social platform: Facebook, Instagram, the SoFly crew.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. And then on Facebook, it's SoFly. I don't know why it's yeah. two different things. Yeah. SoFly was taken. <laughs> thanks a lot for listening. And uh, again, thanks to Mike. And uh, that's it for me now. Mitch, see you
2: later. Yelma? Uh, see, so you guys. Uh, also, I just have to give a shout-out to um, Paulina Mayher. Um, I can't pronounce your last name, Paulina, but thank you for the nice uh, Nike run today. I told her I would shout her out, okay? <laughs> okay.
3: And Gab? Hey, um... Thank you to. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to, to do a shout out, too. Okay, uh, no shout out. <laughs> okay, see you guys. See you guys later. Thanks. <laughs>